This is when life changes football manager, the kings of consecration. A week had passed, and he had found that although the city was basic, it was incredibly beautiful. He was confident he wouldn't be recognised or bothered by his past, and that it would never rear its ugly head again. This place is very much an outpost, a city where you can vanish and never be found, and now it was his home. He sat back and looked around the restaurant. It was definitely the most opulent establishment he had found during this first week and one he would hopefully be returning to, albeit on his own terms. On this occasion, however, he had been told to be here, at this table, at this time, and he had once again done as he was told. He had been seated overlooking the driveway and noticed a man climb out of a taxi, walk up the steps and enter the restaurant. He was wearing a dark blue turtleneck jumper underneath an exact same coloured suit. His hair was dark with flashes of grey and he sported what looked like a three-day-old beard. As he approached the table, he removed his sunglasses and held out his hand. He introduced himself as Andrei Averinov, but gave no title and had no noticeable Russian or Eastern European accent. He took his seat, motioned for a drink and started to unpack his briefcase. He placed two folders out in front of Larson. One was green and labelled future, and the other red with the word past printed on the front. Averinov sat back and asked him which folder would he like to open, but he could only pick one. The green one will open the door to a new start, a new challenge and possibly redemption. The other will close that door, but it will give you all the information and names of the people who ruined your career and ultimately your life. Larson thought long and hard about all of the heartache the past six months had brought him, the anger at the lies being printed and the abuse that had driven him from his home, his job and what he thought was his club. He reached for the red folder and lifted it from the table. He had to know who had done this to him. It was the last thing he thought of at night and the first thing that came into his mind each and every day. Before he could open it, Averinov said, You choose wisely, Thomas. Forget the past. This is your future. As he said the words, his head slowly shook from side to side and motioned towards the green folder. Larson looked puzzled, as Averinov again motioned impassionately towards the folder entitled Future. He then reached inside his jacket, took out a mobile phone and passed it to Larson an open call clearly displayed on the screen. He lifted it to his ear and began to listen. You chose correctly. The past holds nothing for you but bad memories. We have helped you escape the nightmare you found yourself in and now we require you to repay that debt. In a few moments Andre will bring you on board. He is your point of contact, the person you report to. 
I wish you luck in delivering our objectives. Larson placed the phone down on the table, call still active. Andre smiled, took the red folder off the table and said, shall we? As Larson read through the documents, Averinov verbally described the project that lay before him. A local football club with the catchy name of Los Cuervos del Fin del Mundo had been purchased and they were now to be the direct employer of Mr. Larson. His role was to be the trainer, or as it is normally referred to, head coach. He was to improve a side who on the surface looked like they would never amount to anything. A side who last season ended with zero wins from 18 games and had only kept hold of their divisional status due to the restructuring of the Argentinian football pyramid. The club known locally as the Black Crows would be rebranded and turned professional. This small city would now have a football club under its own name as Black Crow Ushuaia became the first pin in the corporation's map. This was phase one of the plan. A starting club, somewhere to lay down roots and more importantly give them access to the South American market. In time, they hoped their reach would spread throughout the world as clubs in Asia, Europe and North America were on the radar for future investment and control opportunities. Similar to the Red Bull franchise, any new club would then be rebranded, like the newly named BC Ushuaia, or for example, a team in France could become BC Toulouse, or in Scotland, BC Glasgow. Andre took the folder from Larson and started to explain to him how they knew all about his career. And although not particularly successful at delivering silverware, he was regarded as a fine technical coach with exactly the right attributes needed for this type of challenge. Averinov was the sporting director and with that role would handle all non-footballing activities, including the recruitment side of the business. Larson could come to him with requests or suggestions, but Andre would make the final call. With that, he got up, ended the call on the phone and told him to get some rest as tomorrow was the first day of the rest of his life. He would see him bright and early at the home of the Black Crows, the Polideportivo Municipal Stadium. After a few moments, Larson, with a million questions floating around in his head, followed him out of the door and into the cold night air. Averinov was gone and so Larson decided to head home, not knowing what tomorrow would bring.